Welcome to If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show with Christina Johnson, a podcast where I help my community find true happiness and freedom through mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. I'm going to talk about the things that people are afraid to. So let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's Work on Yourself Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. How is your day going? I hope that you had a calming day today. Um, You may hear in the background of the episode today some like beeping. There's a little bit of construction going on outside. But I was like, you know what? We need to crank out this episode because I had to get this out. And so just mind that in case you hear any um, funny sounds. I'm excited to announce that If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show is going to be dropping some official merch online on the website, avaunlimited.com slash merch. And we're going to have that pink spiritual baddie hoodie that is on the website. my podcast art. I'm going to have a bunch of other spiritual themed items, tote bags, and I even have a throwback that I put in there from my uh, business, Extra Sugar Bakery, and it's merch that says Extra AF. So if you're extra like me, um, I think you would like that. So anyways, uh, look out for that soon. I'll let you know when the official drop happens, but I'm gearing up and everything should be up on the website in about a week. And I crafted all of these with you in mind. So it's kind of like our little, um, not our secret, but like just our way to connect with each other outside of the podcast. So I will keep you um, up to date on that. Anyways, today we're going to talk about us and our mind and overthinking things. And then we're going to talk about a tool that you can use to hone in and remember, you know, why you're really here in the first place. So... The truth is, you have to always, always go back to, for your your whole life, why are you here, right? What makes you happy? What lights you up inside, right? So on my path to entrepreneurship, which started, oh, what year? Honestly, like 2013, 2014 was when I realized that the traditional workforce was not for me so we'll just you know start there and my entrepreneur uh, philosophy from like literally day one this is like what has kind of guided me throughout the last you know years is always go the path of least resistance listen to your gut feeling your first thought your first instinct whenever you um, encounter something in your life that's what you go with that's your intuition and slowly you'll start to uh, learn how to use your intuition 
um, more often and more frequent if you aren't an already intuitive person. It's basically listening to yourself and not getting um, entwined with what other people think about you and whatever decision you make. Yes, no, leave, stay, go to this conference, go to that dinner, whatever. And it's more about what you really want inside. So there is a term that I found the other day and I was like, oh, I am taking this and I'm shouting this out from the rooftop because I know my people can relate to this. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word analysis paralysis? Mm, Overthinker, right? Like literally, I want to say, okay, have you ever experienced this? But no, the truth is, is we all have experienced analysis paralysis in our life. Even something as little, and this is, I'm going to give just a personal example, as something as simple as going and getting ice cream and looking at all the flavors. If there is more than three options, I'm sorry, if you ever come on an ice cream date with me, um, it's going to take me a minute to decide because I'm thinking and weighing out my options. What do I want? Should I get this flavor? Should I get that flavor? Should I get the one that... I know is good and that I'm comfortable with or should I go outside of my comfort zone and try something new which could be amazing because I've never had it before analysis paralysis even on something as minuscule as going for ice cream or on the other end of the spectrum on big life decisions such as you know leaving or let me rephrase that, not even leaving, such as going every day to a job that you dislike, such as hanging out with a group of people that, you know, don't really serve you. They, you guys aren't, you guys have a false sense of friendship and you can feel it. You don't want to be fake anymore. You know, whatever it is, there's big life decisions where we can also have analysis paralysis. And the reason that I use that ice cream example is not only because it's real, because I am like that, um, but it can show you how our life is and how every decision that we make during the day and we make hundreds, if not honestly, thousands of decisions a day, right? And so there was a study done out of Stanford and it talked about analysis paralysis and that it explained how overthinking something not only stops our ability to achieve tasks, but it actually stops us and kind of stunts us from reaching our own potential as well. And this can happen from overthinking, just simply overthinking. And in a in a age where we have so much information at our fingertips, in our phone, in our computer, in our iPad, on TV, on everywhere we look, on billboards, there's just information, information, and we're constantly reading and absorbing and thinking about things. If I do this, then that's going to happen. If I don't do this, this is going to happen. And we're constantly playing the ups and downs of situations. And sometimes 
that can prolong the hell out of things. Like something that could potentially take five minutes or I don't know. Yeah, five minutes to decide. It can take five years to make that decision. This is more of a life decision, not an ice cream decision. And I think that if we gain an awareness to just trying to be more intuitive with our thoughts and our feelings and what we actually want, we can cut down a lot of the crap, cut down a lot of the overthinking because a lot of that is all things that could happen uh, in the future and rarely ever does happen. Our minds can be so imaginative, right? And the problem is, is that it stunts us from being our creative, natural selves. And all of us have these abilities inside of us to grow, to change, to evolve. But as humans, we need to know what what could happen. Oh my gosh, what if this, what if that? But the whole thing is, is just trying to gain the awareness to ooh, stop yourself. Stop yourself from going up and down on that roller coaster. So I read an article the other day from a neuro researcher. His name is Jim Quick. I have spoke about him before on the podcast. Um, if you are into, this is a side note, but if you are into crypto, Web3, NFTs, that whole vibe and community, Jim Quick just recently was a guest speaker at VCon, which is an event that you could go to if you own VFriends NFT from Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, So anyways, Jim Quick gave the opening talk at that NFT conference. Wish I was there. Um, That's just a little like more recent background about what he was doing. But anyways, he was talking about in his article about analysis paralysis and that another thing or another reason why we're getting caught and stuck in this limbo place is because we're looking for external validation from people pleasing, from us being perfectionists, from us thinking and trying to um, curate every part of our life. And we can't control how other people see us. We can only control how we see ourselves. So that's why self-love is really important self-care is really important we talked about that before self-care is not massages and going shopping self-care is meditation taking a moment for yourself sitting and doing a breathing exercise to kind of stop slow down catch your breath because life is so fast around us and when we When we take care of ourselves, everything else around us becomes easier. But it's all about our mindset. And that is going to help us to shift from the analysis paralysis to a place where we can make decisions faster in our life. And 
I think it's important because life moves so fast. I mean, look, we're already in May. And I'm like, wait a minute. Half the year has almost gone by. The last couple of years have been crazy anyway, you know. But the first half of the year has gone by. And sometimes the days seem so long and you're tired and All you want to do is sit down and rest because you had a busy ass day, right? But how the hell does one busy day, a month goes by, two months goes by, six months goes by, and it's like, it's your life and it's important that you're happy. You're happy every single day because this is not a dress rehearsal, right? This is our freaking life and we have to enjoy it and have fun today. So the tool that I wanted to share, it comes from, and you can literally just start this today. It's, it's not it's something that you have to physically see. It's something that you feel inside. The tool comes from the Japanese word ikigai. And the French word is called raison d'etre, okay? Those two words are honestly amazing. And they mean, what is your reason for living? It's hidden. All of us have our our reason for living. It's buried. Sometimes it's buried deep inside. But ikigai is a blend of what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs more of, and what you can be paid for. The truth is is that your ikigai is truly the reason why you get up in the morning. And this truly goes back to when you wake up in the morning, are you happy? Like, are you excited? Be like, yes, my alarm went off. It's a new day. Or are you dreading for the day to start? Angry, you want to stay in your bed longer. Oh my, you know, all of these different things. The the answer is simple, okay? How are you feeling? When you wake up in the morning, are you happy? If you're not, let's make a change. Let's make a change because you don't have to You don't have to live every day doing something you don't like to do, going to a place that you don't love. You don't have to do that. Like I've said before, we are not trees. We do not have roots planted firmly in the ground. We have strong legs and we have a stronger mind that can take us out of situations. The hard part is, is making that decision. So if you use your raisin, your ikigai, if you use that to answer every question, this also helps with overthinking and with the analysis paralysis. Whenever you're making a decision, right, think about what you truly care about. And if that decision, if it if it doesn't align with your values and your values are singular, they're your own. It's not a group decision. It's not what's best for, um, I don't know, all of your coworkers or what's best 
you have to decide what's best for you so that then from that moment on you know that you're living you're living for you and you're living happily um the word ikigai i actually there's a it's a book okay there's a book called ikigai i'm gonna link it below if you guys want to take a look so i have a special affinity for japan and the japanese culture so i have been to japan for those of you who don't know i went to tokyo and i actually wrote a whole blog on it about how i manifested that trip and how i did that before i did this in 2016 was when i made my uh, vision board this was before I knew about manifestation, before I knew about the law of attraction, the power of the mind, the power of seeing something before it happens. Visualizing what you want as your reality before it's your reality, okay? And I, I have some photos from over there if you guys want to see them. I actually never really put those out there. I need to start sharing more about my travels around the world. I've also been to China. I would love to show you pictures from the Great Wall and just all my travels, my trips, the food. I'm going to start talking more about that just because I want to share with you guys where I've been. Um, and I have the actual picture of the vision board that I made in 2016 with you know paper magazine clippings traditional glue stick like we went all arts and crafts here I love it and yeah so if you want to take a look at that I'm gonna link that below um I I wanted to end this episode a little differently so instead of my traditional quote we have a Japanese proverb and it says fall down seven times rise eight fall down seven times rise eight when I hear that first I want you to before I even tell you what I think I want you to use your intuition what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that? Never give up. I can do anything I put my mind to. Even if something doesn't work, something fails, something's not right, you can still get back up and do it again tomorrow. Because we don't give up. We don't give up. That's one thing that doesn't happen. We don't give up because we deserve the world. We deserve everything that we want. We just have to have the courage to get it, right? The courage to go after it. We have to become more in tune with our awareness and listen to our gut. That's going to be the easiest way for us to know where we want to be tomorrow, today, Right? If we can decide today and make one decision, one step in the right direction, everything freaking changes for us. And it's something that you need you need a support system. Okay? 
you can do a lot yourself. You know, there's so many self-help books, but you need a support system to not only help guide you, but to also help keep you accountable. Because it's been said that, where was that? Hold on. It was in a, oh, the four-hour work week by Tom Ferriss, I believe is the author. The four-hour work week. His philosophy, and I was like, wow, this is really, this is kind of cool. I never really thought about it this way is you will do or take as long for a task as, I don't know how he explained it, you will take as long for a task as long as you can. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but I'll explain it in another way, how he was talking about it and how he crams all of, you know, his work. He has his own business. It's a blogging business, I believe, but don't quote me on that. And he says, I am going to take an hour a day to read my emails and reply to everyone. This is not an all-day thing. I can keep checking my emails 30 times a day, write back whenever someone emails me. That eats up so much of our time, okay? He also says that as an entrepreneur, sometimes it is hard because we have a lot of different things we have to do at the same time. We have to be our social media, right? Our marketer, our advertising. Anything that gets put on the internet has to come from your hands, from your mind, from your imagination. You have to craft it. And sometimes it can take a long time. For those of you who have ever created a reel or a blog post, a... Uh, TikTok, a dance, what, anything, a Pinterest idea pin. Follow me on Pinterest at I'm Christina Johnson. Plug. Um, we have to also be our own. Whatever our business is, we have to craft it. Whether you're baking something in the kitchen, whether you make jewelry, make art, make music, um, whether you have plants, whatever you have. We have to do so much in a day. So the four-hour work week, what he talks about is putting yourself on a schedule. So say from, I don't know, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. is when I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. That's it. After that time has ended, that's it. That task must be completed. And I thought to myself, I'm like, that's impossible, I can't, you know, do everything within two hours. Oh, that's so impossible. I need more time. But what happens when we're at work in a traditional nine to five and your job says you must complete, I don't know, ABC by five o'clock? What do you do? You hustle your ass to get it done, right? Because you don't want to hear your boss yell at you. You don't want to get fired. And you hustle and you find a way to get it done. So, We have to apply those same principles in entrepreneurship and don't, we have flexibility being an entrepreneur, okay, but we also have to think, okay, our time is also valuable as hell. Time is the only thing money can't buy. Think about that. We're getting paid per hour at a nine to five job because it's our time. It's our time. And so it's the same thing as an entrepreneur. And so 
when you make that transition from a traditional nine to five to having your own business we have to just just watch watch how long we take to do things because we're doing this to gain freedom right so that maybe on I don't know a Tuesday at 11 a.m you can go sit by the pool and you won't be bogged down with a traditional nine to five where you can't even take a day off whatever um We've talked about that before. You guys know how I feel about working at a job that doesn't serve you. Um, and I wanted to just touch really quick. And I would love if you guys would message me somehow. Reach out to me if you are into crypto, NFTs, Web3 at all. Because I'm all over that. And I would love to have a chat if you guys are into it I can talk more about it it is another part of my skills as an entrepreneur is that I'm an investor and I have crypto and nfts so if you are interested in chatting about that or want to hear more let me know I want to thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode I want to thank you for listening to the If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show. I'm Christina Johnson, and I'd like to ask you to subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, or Google. And if this episode inspired you, please leave me a review so that the podcast can grow and I'll be able to impact more beautiful souls just like you. Have an amazing day today. Bye.